Hello everyone, it's Saturday, November 11th. Welcome to Pop Goes the Girls, where we, two sisters born a decade apart, take a foray through our respective journeys through pop culture. I'm Daisy Kosh. And I'm Chelsea Davidson. This episode is not sponsored by Snack Pack Gel Cups, which is, honestly, Jello by any other name. Does it not taste as sweet? I don't know, I haven't eaten mine yet, but you already got started oh, on yours. Oh, I'm digging in. I've never had a strawberry one before, and I gotta say... Yeah, because we, we Two have... Two thumbs, way, we, way up. We have strawberry, mixed berry, raspberry, and orange... I remember being five-ish. And you remember being five? Because yeah. I don't remember being five. I remember being five-ish. This is how and, we know you're young. And you remember you, being and five. And you had me eat the mixed berry on my YouTube channel, do you recall? And you said... When you were five, you had a YouTube channel. Okay. Do, you, do you remember you put me on YouTube without my permission? Without your permission at five yeah. years old? Yes, and at which time you said, oh, this is our cooking segment. How does this taste? And it was a mixed berry jello. You did not like it. I hated it. I went I went in thinking this is going to be great because I like berries. And I came out thinking cold. blue is my least favorite color of food. Jello should be cold, and whatever you've given me is not cold. Despite the fact that it's really cold outside. Like, I thought when you showed up, it would be cold. Well, snack packs, you can buy down, like, the normal aisle. Did you set this on a heated seat or something? Like, it's, it's abnormally warm. And it's in your warm. hand. <laughs> like, <laughs> are you not radiating okay. heat? Let's focus. Now is the perfect time to tell you that we spoil things during our podcast, so leave now or forever prepare for pop culture spoilers. And this week, we will be discussing one of my personal faves, the works of Demi Moore in honor of her birthday today. Happy birthday, girl. Happy birthday, Demi Moore. Go ahead, Daisy. Is she 60 now? I believe she turned 61. Let me double check that, though. Girl's killing it. She looks great. Anyway, each week, we talk about pop culture artifacts that shaped us and why they're memorable to us. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, we also, sorry, I really had, <laughs> the strawberry jello hit you for a sec, you're like, wait, wait, this is not really continue. Good. but yes, what you said is true. We also have a fan theory fight club where we argue the merits or detriments of some of the fan theories surrounding interpreting different pop culture, pop culture items. <sighs> and lastly, we will play a quick round of Twist the Sister where one of us loves something that the other hates or knows nothing about or hasn't seen, etc., etc., and we'll open it up to a poll for you, our lovely listeners, to decide which sister is right. So I have a question for you. Sure. Since you run the polls, like you, you're in charge of the- Our very the, quiet polls. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the quiet polls. Have we ever had like a landslide in one direction or the other? We have actually. Um, Can you tell me what uh, we've had? It's, well, a lot of the time you and me vote on them just in general. So we, we end up with like a 50-50 <laughs> half the time. Yeah. We're, we're still um, so stubborn that we're just like, no, I was right the first time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we do get a lot of 50-50s. But I think it was um, when we did our new girl, when we talked about new girl, it was who are your favorite characters? And because I did it as a poll and not just a regular question, I did like Schmidt or Nick. I did Jess or this person. Like I went through like that. Yeah. I think I did Coach and Winston, Cece and Jess, and Nick and Schmidt, and by a landslide, Nick and Schmidt won, and I don't know if that is Nick or Schmidt, because I know that online, people are major fans of both of those characters. And Winston. Yeah. There was, Winston. there was a little bit for Winston and Coach. No one voted for Jess and Cece, which I think is kind of a shame. I think Cece's great. Cece's awesome. Cece's really Jess, funny. Jess one is, of like, Cece's a main character, so lines, In my opinion, one of Cece's best... This has already gone horribly astray, but... Um, one of Cece's best lines is when they're talking about 
their first time. They all talk about their first time. Yeah. And Cece tells the story of, about of how, how she slept with she Mick slept Jagger. She slept with Mick Jagger. And they said that's, and they're tr- competing for the worst story. And, and they all And they go, that's her. not a bad story. And she goes, I know. I just love telling it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a great line. But you Let's were focus on Demi, from. the birthday girl. Okay. Okay, so just a You're quick You're the one preface. that brought up the poll, so this is your fault. Shh, shh, shh. Quiet now, young one. Let me, let me continue. So... So the, I really loved a movie when I was young. I'm, I'm just leading in. When you were young. When I was young. I really loved this movie. I loved it. How it had like 70s vibes and like... Because it's supposed to be in the 70s. It's set in the 70s, yeah. Um, and it goes back and forth between present day, which was the 90s. The 90s. And when they were kids, which was in the 70s. Summer and 1970. It's, and it's, all, it's an all-girls cast. It's I think it was supposed to be sort of Stand By Me-esque. That is um, exactly what it is. But to me, it is the girl version of Stand By Me. W- but without any sort of the weight that they had necessarily. Well, it's not as, like... Hold on, hold on, let me just get to the point. Okay. I loved this movie, but I introduced it to Daisy. And I feel like I I remember the really... car ride where you introduced it to me. I very really, vividly. I really feel... Okay, well, we can get to that in a second. I really feel like I should let Daisy kind of take the wheel on this one. Because despite the fact that it was definitely a big part of my youth, she clung to this movie like nobody's business through her childhood. It is my Whether life or not, it was like it's a '90s movie, but it was definitely something like her top movie. It spoke to my soul over and over again, and that movie is Now and Then. Hi, it's Sam. I'm out. Deliberately avoiding your call. Leave it at the beep. Hello. I wasn't sure if that was your number until I heard that message. Now I know it must be you. It's me, Chrissy. I wasn't expecting, that is, uh, expecting a child and expecting you to show up like you promised with the whole old game. Oh, no, maybe not old, but at least, uh, older. So let us know if, uh, well, I hope when you're coming in. After all, a promise is a promise. So, um... Because I was trying to, like, rein it in on myself and try to be a good sister. Um, <laughs> For the I'm first time in ever. forever. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, what I did was I made my notes very brief. First thing I wanted to talk about was the amazing, amazing soundtrack. Oh, yeah. First. For no my nearest ever stand what by you me. Are. For, yeah. I will always be with you. This is why we have fewer listeners. Because <laughs> this is the shit that we're making a mushroom to. Hmm. Um, anyway. Ten points if you recognize that song. <laughs> Through her singing. Through my singing, <laughs> exactly. Um, but that was the one thing. The Also, uh, the amazing cast. Which, fun fact. You know the girls in it. You got Ashley Aston Moore. You got... Um, which nobody knows who that is except for the Because she died young. Ashley Aston Moore is dead? Yes, she died really young. She had a drug overdose. She died at like twenty three. What? She died young. Okay, so I just learned something new. Okay. So you got more than one. I was ready fact. with the. I was ready with the fun fact of her like getting past that point. I was leading into something else. Oh, okay. Hold on, just a pause. Okay. Now you're on your mixed berry. I understand now why you said as a as a young little one at five years old that this was shit. This is terrible. You loved it. Just it just tastes like chemicals. You loved it. Oh well, I've grown up and just. It just tastes like chemicals. Okay. <laughs> I have a feeling Snapback will not be sponsoring us. <laughs> oh my god, this is terrible. Okay, go on. And you were rushing into that. You can have my orange one, because oh, I'm really god. enjoying my raspberry. Thank god. I'll see, um, see if I can so, pull that off on someone else. Anyway, 
We have Ashley Ashton Moore, who plays Christy. Uh -huh. Um, she's very much girly girl of the group, you know. Naive. Counts, very naive. She counts how many times she combs her hair in a day, wears rollers in her hair. Her mom has her, like, cleaning the room. Oh, you know, keep this closed. Records get dusty. All, all that. Okay, um, good point. You have Gabby Hoffman, who plays Samantha, who is Demi Moore when she's, like, a grown-up. She's Demi Moore. Child of divorce. Yes, child yeah. of divorce. She wants to be a writer. Um, into seances and, you know, stuff like that. Creepy Wiccan type of stuff. Um, you have Thor Birch, who plays Teeny, who, as an adult, is Melanie Griffith. I forgot to mention Christy, by the way, who's Ashley Ashton Moore. When she's growing up, it's Rita Wilson. Um, and, uh, Teeny is very much, you know, only child. The parents are never really around. Wants to be a Hollywood star. Yeah, yeah. Wants to be older and prettier and, you know, experience all these things before Blonder she's really there for and, it. Yeah. Um, and then there's my favorite, Christina Ritchie, plays Roberta. <laughs> Who is Rosie O'Donnell when she's older. Which, to me... She's a sporto. Yes. Now, keep in mind, as I've mentioned in the past, I really related a lot to, like, tomboy characters growing up. So, Roberta spoke to me on such a personal level. I felt like she was connected to my soul. You um, named fish after fish after yes, fish. Yes, after Roberta. After Roberta. You continue yes. to name your fish. Because they were tough fish. Even though they died... <laughs> <laughs> they were tough until the end. Um, okay. But yeah, so. In the soft her mom game died. Of life, these Roberta. Fish were not handling it well. <laughs> Roberta, her mom died when she was four. She's got a bunch of brothers. Single dad. Um, never really talks about her feelings. Buries them real deep. Uh, but uh, for me, I live for the soft Hold on, scene. You gotta finish. Who who plays? Roberta's I already said Rosie O'Donnell. Did, did you really? Yeah. Okay, I'm just deaf. Go on. Okay. Remember, I'm your older sister. What? What'd you say, young whippersnapper? You'd think that we're 20 years between us or something. Think. There's nine years. Okay. Sure. Um, anyway, she's my favorite. Because um, I like that she was tough. I like that she was a tomboy. Um, I specifically love the softball scene because this felt a lot like what would happen to me when I was in school. Like, I'd want to play a sport, and the guys would be like, no, it's only the boys playing, and all the girls didn't really want to play. Or if we did play, it wasn't even on the same level. Um, so, there's a softball scene in the movie, and, uh, at the time, they're going through their own thing, because the whole but idea of girls can't play ball? Is that what he says? Girls can't play softball. Yeah. Is what the one kid says. Um, but more on track, uh, to do a brief synopsis of the actual movie itself, the four girls are planning on having just a very chill summer. They want to raise money so they can buy a tree house. It's going to be in Chrissy's backyard. Is that what the movie's about? Yeah. They want to save money for the tree house. But um, in reality, they really? spend most of the summer um, figuring out who they all are as individuals and finding out about their past and who they want to be when they grow up. Strengthening their friendship. And it strengthens them as a group, but it also gives them independence. Um, from one another. And the main story that is woven throughout the whole thing is they do a seance and they decide that they want to, like, talk to someone from the dead during the seance. And it never usually works out. Um, but they pick someone who was a kid from, like, 40, 50 years ago. 
um, who died. He was like 12 years old when he died. So they decide they want to see if he will speak to them, and a storm occurs. And later that night, she thinks, um, Samantha's character, Gabby Hoffman slash Demi Moore, she- Who is, by the way, the main character. Like, Demi Moore narrates at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. It is very much through the eyes of Demi Moore's character. Yeah, and she, didn't she also direct it or write the movie? I don't know, but it's great. She, or produce it. She, she was very heavily involved, Demi yeah. Moore was. Um, and she thinks she sees his spirit in her room. Well, she lets all the girls know, and late at night they go back to the cemetery, and when they get there, they think that they've cracked the tombstone, so his spirit's been released. They have to, you know, make peace with the spirit and all that. And that's basically, like, the story that's woven throughout it. Now, back to what I was initially trying to talk about. Um, while this is all going on, and they're like, oh, you know, dear Johnny, who's the kid that was 12, he was, he was dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, he must have been murdered. Like, they're, and they're also trying to raise money, so they're going to paint a garage door in the morning. But she turns around, and uh, they s- stop this kid, who they know, obviously, from school or whatever. His name's Kenny, and they go, Kenny, you know, where's the fire? And he says, softball game, Kennels Field. So, um... Christy doesn't want to go, because she's like, it's going to be all boys, and teeny, because she wants to be, like, 30, is like, so what are we waiting for? And they all go to the softball game, and the other person who can probably actually play softball is Roberta, and she steps up to the plate, and the Wormers are these four kids, these four boys in, in the neighborhood, who, yeah, brothers, um, that they're kind of the troublemakers. They cause issues, they're causing trouble, they're annoying the girls, they're like, they're nemesis. They call them the wormy wormers. Yes. Which kind of says everything. Which is why jell is our actual snack for today, because at one point they throw, like, a, what you'd think is a no, water balloon, no, they throw you're, jello you're at them. all over the place. Focus on the softball thing, we'll talk about jello in a second. Go okay. Ahead. So, um, at the softball game, he purposely, the leader of the group, because they've done them dirty before this point, which I will get to in a sec, he purposely is throwing her shitty pitches so she can barely hit it. So, like, when she does hit it, it's like a foul ball. So he's getting her to the point that she's going to have, like, three strikes she's out. All he's got to do is get her to hit it and someone catches it or she, he's going to strike her out. And um, right before she goes to hit it again, there's this slimy kid who's probably about outfielder. three years... Like an outfielder. No, he's behind them. Like, he's, he's just sitting there. Oh, is he really? He's sitting there on the fence. Okay. And he says, who are you kidding? Girls can't play softball. And she says, what do you say? And he says, I said, girls can't play softball. And she throws the bat behind her. And all of them are like, looking at each other. They're like, what's she doing? And this is the perfect and, time and to and mention. Children. They start playing um, Jackson 5. No, no, no. I, I love when she goes, Roberta, be a lady. No. <laughs> yeah, Roberta, remember you're a lady. And and uh, he turned, like, this kid who's already said girls can't play softball, and he's already pissed off, and she's walking towards him. He's like, why don't you go home and play with your dolls? And Chrissy, who you already said, remember, Roberta, remember you're a lady. She goes, the only doll Roberta's got is a G.I. Joe. And she proceeds to sucker punch this kid in the face. And he climbs back over the fence because she's knocked him off the fence. And he wants to fight her. She kicks the shit out of this kid. He's got a bloody nose. Remember, kids, violence is not the answer. It is in this. <laughs> um, she beats him up and his nose is bleeding and everything. And they, they finally pull her off of him. And he goes, it's too bad your mother's dead. Someone's got to teach you to act like a girl. Meanwhile, while this is going on, Gabby Hoffman's character slash Demi Moore hates her mother. 
She hates her so much that him saying this sets her off. She throws Roberta behind her into the crowd and jumps on this kid when he turns around thinking he's got away with it. I don't think it has anything to do with her own mother. I think that is her friend instinct because this person has just insulted the dead mother of your friend. I don't I don't see it as a It's a bit of both because I disagree. She, she, I don't think it has anything to do with her totally own It is totally both because her mom cuz she makes a whole point of talking about how her mom is walking around town dressing like Nancy Sinatra. Yes. And is trying to like date all she's these different it, guys. She's going through a divorce. Yeah, she's dating all these guys. Yeah. And everything and it's making her despise her mother because she liked the dad already like she was very much a daddy's girl yeah. and the fact that he's left and she's stuck and with she the mom really doesn't like some of the dates that are coming through yeah like the hank azarias of the world yeah which is a shame because he's not a bad guy i love hank azaria um <laughs> hank azaria but, was a bad casting choice if you wanted me to dislike this person yeah because he was just it. fine he was yeah. fine she actually comes off of being kind of bratty because she's like really picking on him yeah but, um I mean, it, it makes sense for her uh but yeah, dissolving. one of my other notes, which you already kind of mentioned, was that this is, this movie really does feel like the female version of Stand by Me to me. You have the you have that like strong friendship. Lighter. You have the jump between like the past and then present day or present day in quotes because obviously it's not now, but it was the nineties. Slight, it's slightly more than um, than in uh, Stand by Me, but but yeah, it has less of the dark undertone as well that Stand by Me has. The, but the it's darkest still, thing is the seance. Yeah. That's as close as you get to the dead. Well, and aspect. and when um, Teeny and Samantha are off on their own in the rainstorm. Teenies. Oh, yeah. That, that's also a little dark. That's a little scary. Because that's high scary. stakes. Yeah. Um, but the, the other thing that I wanted to mention was, because I watched this as young as I did, mm-hmm. it introduced me to Red Rover. And none of my friends knew what Red Rover was, so I was like, guys, let's play Red oh, Rover. It was banned at my school. The Hold 90s on. really Hold on. did a number it, on It ended up cool banned shit. again because I think they thought that it, they were over it, like kids had aged what, out what of Red you, Rover. Did you bring back Red Rover? I did bring back Red Rover. <laughs> and it was going great. It was going great. So we had it that all the kids that were of a certain age, we could all play. <laughs> but there was this one kid who was a year younger than us. He was way smaller than us, though. We said he couldn't do it. He could get hurt. Because keep in mind, where our hands are going to be locked for Red Rover, this kid could break his neck. Lo and behold, the teachers turn around and say, you have to let him play, you have to let him play, otherwise we're going to ban the game. We went, okay. (laughs) What school did we go to? We'll let him play. And we let him play. And you know what this kid did? This kid broke his neck because he he ran at our arms. You're joking. He broke his neck. He wasn't in school for like four weeks. Because he had like a brace on and he couldn't actually guess look at the that paper. This got banned again. It got banned again, didn't it? Because <laughs> they didn't let us play by the rules that were safe. Like we were self-governing yeah. at like eight, and these people were like, "Now let the kid play." And then the kid broke his neck. He lived, but he broke his neck. And you know whose fault it was? Lunchroom monitors. Their fault. Okay. Well, going back to the Jello, the reason why we're eating this pseudo Jello is um because at one point teeny no wants, who just wants she put to grow pudding up. in them was it pudding the boys throw lime jello at them that's why we're eating jello okay i'm sorry i made a mistake what oh you're God. talking about is when she puts it with pudding because it feels more lifelike jello is too jiggly remember oh you're right mm-hmm. jello is too jiggly it has a heavier more realistic texture yes. pudding does apparently yeah. Explain the rest of the scene, because now it just sounds like we're saying random stuff. Yeah, she's putting she's putting water balloons, basically, full of pudding, pudding. not jello, I'm sorry, uh, in her bra, or 
whatever you want to call a bra for a girl of her age. A training bra um, full of balloons. To try and imitate Breasts. boobs. When in reality, the only person who had boobs was Christina Ritchie's character. Well, Christina Ritchie's character, I think, was older than the rest of them, too. I think she was two to three years older okay. than the rest of them. Now I'm going to get to my fun part. Okay. So, fun fact. Devin Sawa, who you might know from Final Destination, main kid in it. He was a little older. Devin Sawa is the main kid in, in Final Destination. He's the one who has the premonition on the no plane. No way. Way Chelsea. Oh my god. I will always remember him as the kid from Casper the Friendly Ghost, which I, funny enough, has, has Christina, Christina Ritchie in it. Well, that's what I'm leading into. So apparently, during Now and Then, all of the girls had a crush on Devin Sawa. Yeah, I knew And they this. all had like a bet going of who was going to get to kiss him or date him or whatever. And then, of course, Christina Ritchie's character in it. Roberta ends up kind of having a bit of a romance with Devin Sawa's warmer character, which I love in this, not by the really. way. Not really. Like, she, they both have a crush on each other. Do you it, know? It's not a romance. Uh, it's they kiss. Away. They kiss. Yeah, that's so, not a romance. Yes, it is. Again, only nine years between us, but that does not a romance make. Uh, it does. You don't know who she's with later. He, he could be her guy. You don't know. Okay. They never reveal that. That's so, actually my one issue so with the movie is that they don't reveal that. The question is how did it have an impact on your life? I could watch it any any day and I still feel like it's part of my soul. It's okay, so it's in it's entwined with her soul and my being and her being. Okay. So <laughs> I on that, that note, much. let's move on to the next Demi Moore movie. What is the next Demi Moore movie? Well, this is our fan theory as well. Our we will theory. be discussing Oh, Ghost. So what um what brings you here today? You're closing an account. I'm closing an account. Wonderful. Right. You have your account number? Yes. Yes. 9263 9263 Well, Rita, it looks like you'll be withdrawing $4 million from us today. $4 million? Say yes. Say yes. Is that correct? Yes. 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 Well, how would you like that? Tens and twenties. Okay. So, yes. Ghost is an amazing movie. If you haven't seen it, I'm not going to, going to waste my time trying to tell you to go watch it. It is something that you should definitely watch. But. You should have enough about you to want to watch Ghost. Ghost is one of those few movies that encompasses all the categories in my mind. It is a thriller movie. It is a comedy. It is a romance. It is an action movie. It is how you feel about so ghosts. Is how I things. feel about Scream. Like I feel like Scream has all the genres, even though it's considered a horror movie. You feel that way about Ghost. Scream is nothing like Ghost. Don't even think of comparing the two. So Ghost don't went to, to the Oscars. I don't think Scream did, unless it was included in that. That I'm sorry. Did Ghost get a second movie and a third movie? And they a whole won an franchise Oscar for it. The whole franchise? No, 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 no. Because one was perfect. They didn't have to keep trying to redo Don't it. Don't even get me started. Okay. So let's not get carried away with the quality of Ghost. It's incredible. Debbie Moore is fantastic. It's a good man. movie, but I she don't like that you're shitting on short. screen to make Ghost feel better. Like, it, I honestly, I have no idea if her, her cutting her hair short was because of her G.I. Joe or G.I. Joe. G.I. Jane. G.I. Jane role. I'm pretty sure that would be it. Or or it was just a choice. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the timeline. I can't really remember. I feel like Ghost came first before G.I. Jane. G.I. Jane could have been doing them at the same time. G.I. Jane was in the 90s. I'm she got a cute sure. pixie haircut. Whatever. 
Point is, gorgeous, absolutely perfect human being. And her character is also fantastic in it as well. And her character just wants to have her her boyfriend? I think they're not married. Isn't he her fiancé? Something like that. Just wants him to Isn't say... Isn't he her fiancé, but he won't say I love you? Just wants him to say I love you. He just says ditto. He won't say I love you. She'll say I love you, and he'll say ditto. Anyway, great freaking movie. Which, I gotta be honest, and he ends up dying. I would be fine with that. Spoiler! Actually, he ends up dying. that was one thing I wanted to He's mention. He's the ghost. Because, we, because I watched this at seven, and no one told me what Ghost was about, I thought it was a huge plot it's twist. It's fucking Ghost! I thought what it was do you a think huge, it's about? I thought it was a huge plot twist that Patrick Swayze was a ghost. Honestly, <laughs> I was seven, I didn't see that coming. So when he... It's called Ghost! When he dies and he gets up, I thought he got up and started chasing the guy, and then when he comes back and he's on the ground, I was like, I was like, oh my god, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe he was dead on the ground. He was just running after the guy, but he's dead. And she's crying and holding his bleeding out body. I was shooketh to the core. Okay. Because I was like seven. I didn't know, (laughs) but everyone else knew. No one told me. Like, I was like, what's this about? And they're like, just watch. Yeah. Like, that's what everyone says in our house. That is very much a statement I would make. What's this about? Don't worry what it's about. Just, just watch. watch. That's yeah. all you say all the time. I do all the time. Because I don't want to spoil anything if I think the movie's good enough that it warrants not spoiling. My problem is I talk about stuff so often that I spoil it just and then watch. I'm like, I'm sorry. You're I not, shouldn't have told you're you that. You're not sorry. I shouldn't have told you that. You're not sorry at all. Okay, so Ghost. There are so many fan theories out there, but I went a very different direction. Can I this. talk about my favorite stuff before you talk about the theory real quick? Okay. Just a bit of a highlight so you can talk about it too. Um... Having Unchained Melody in it, I think, is such an oh, anthem. Don't do that. Love, my darling. I've hungered for your touch. A long, lonely day. You're tempting me to cover the mic. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's one of the best, like, soulful songs anyway. And it was perfect for the movie, considering the what tone. What a sexy. That's not the... I always remember the end when they're playing it, but you do you, boo-boo. Oh, my God, um, yes. I forgot at the end. Yeah. By the way, there was a You're fan, just like about the sex. There was a fan theory about the use of certain music in this movie as well, and I just completely bypassed it because I anyway, went for different theories. So, um, the other thing was, I absolutely love the very small scene where he sings Henry VIII. Um, to Whoopi Goldberg. Henry VIII, I am, I am. Henry VIII, I am, I am. <laughs> I've been married, married to the widow next door. door. She's been married seven times before. And everyone yeah. wants a Henry. Henry! <laughs> wouldn't have Willie or Sam. No, Sam! I'm an eighth old man named Henry. Henry the eighth I am, I am. Henry yeah. the eighth I am. And then it goes, second verse. Same, same as, as the first. first. And it's just a re- yeah. repetition all the way so, through. So, I love that in general, because this was when he's trying to get Whoopi Goldberg's character to actually do him the favor. Can I, can I go into my theory? Because, like, part of my theory is My whole point was that. that Whoopi Goldberg was also perfection Whoopi in it, Goldberg's same as him. character... Okay, hold on. I Whoopi also, Goldberg's character is a psychic who has been pretending She's a fake psychic. And then she suddenly she's not hears the voice of Patrick Swayze and Sam. realizes that she is a legitimate psychic. Because she can hear him, and she wants to hide because she can't she's believe she can hear him. She's terrified by the fact that she can hear his ghost. Yeah. Um, and then he's just driving her mad to try and get his way. The other two things that I, the other two things I wanted to mention was the whole pottery reel thing that is used all the time from Ghost. Like, they constantly parody it and Mm -hmm. do homages to it. Um, even though I'm, like, I'm not a germaphobe, but I don't like getting my hands dirty, it (laughs) made me want a pottery wheel. Like, legit. Mm. 
because for I'm, the sex scene or no for the, like making pottery <laughs> like what is wrong with you is that what we're calling it now I, I want to make seven. some pottery why would I <laughs> Jesus Christ I'd like to make some yeah pottery. I want to make a bowl um no. <laughs> what is wrong with you <laughs> No, oh, no, because I was seven, I wanted to, re- I got really into pottery because of it, so then when I found, like, Crocodoodle. Is that what, that I was, was why I was say, into is that why you're obsessed with Crocodoodle? <laughs> yes. I remember you going it's to all, that place a lot. It's all, linked. I'm piecing it all together, um, you and your kiln. Yeah. <laughs> My desire to make the pottery. Oh, um, God. And the other thing that I really like, which kind of fed into the fact that I eventually ended up into horror movies, I love the whole creepy bad souls thing, that they were, like, yeah. on the ground, like, yeah. At that part, yeah. That's actually, that's exactly what they say. I'm like, yeah. very good, Chaos. Yeah. Um, but I liked that portion of it, so, like, when someone was bad and they were dying, the souls would come and get them real quick. Yeah, and they're just basically shadows on the screen, but, like, a big swarm of them, it's very, it's quite terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> you should not have watched this when you were seven. I loved it. Anyway. Oh, that is cool. So, fan theory. Okay. So, I intentionally chose this fan theory because it is, in my opinion, one of the worst fan theories. It so is you from... intentionally chose it because it's shit. Hold on. <laughs> I love that you use that word. It is from a Reddit, which is... That's or, where or, they're all from. Where they're all from. But the thread was called Shitty Fan Theories. And it was posited by the user Home in Time for Core Flakes. And I just think it's hilarious. It ties together the movie's ghost and sister act. Oh so, my god. There is a scene where Whoopi Goldberg's character, the psychic, or like fake psychic turned actually <laughs> legitimate psychic, is helping Patrick Swayze's character, Sam, who is a ghost, to access funds from a bank. Because that is like a big plot of the movie. So, in Sister Act, Whoopi Goldberg... She's running away from that. Whoopi Goldberg, yeah, she runs away, but she actually ends up joining the convent. And the theory behind why she chooses to join the convent has very little to do with with her just trying to run away, but more so that she's trying to get back the $4 million that she, donated. she was forced to give to a nun by Patrick Swayze's character in the movie <laughs> Ghost. She Because they extract the funds and she thinks and the funds are going to be for her. And it kills her to hand it over. And she gives it to the nuns and the nuns like clean pass out. They can't believe how much money they've just and been given. And when she hands it over, she doesn't want to give him the check. This yeah, is she perfect. won't let it go. This is so So this good. was the theory that this is all the same character Maybe by a different this. name, because we already know that Rita May is, like, a little shifty already, so it's entirely possible that she changed names and is this I absolutely love this. I so, love this so much. This is one of the shittiest theories I've ever heard, but at the same time, I love it. I love it. Exactly. Love it you so and I are much. so into it. Because that seems like exactly Plausible. what she do. Plausible. That's exactly what she do. It fits with the character, but at How the same time, How does she know what's no going to them, though? I, well, it's New York both times, right? I'm pretty sure it's a New York nunnery i love this there's like virtually no evidence and it's just a random connection but i love it yeah i i say the theory is ridiculous and absolute shit but at the same time i love it i i don't think it's it's such a weird i don't think it's shit because there is a connection there it's not like they pulled shit out of their ass and said here's our theory oh i believe they did i think that's where shit comes from by definition no i'm i mean they went she played this person she played this person she gave money to a convent she joined the convent and yeah. they tied a little bow yeah. to connect the two strings. But like, I like it. Yeah, I know you do. I, I like knew it. You would. I want it to be true. I'd love it for this to be solved in a new Sister Act movie <laughs> where she takes the money. Sister Act 3. The funds for the nuns. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad you like the theory. I think it's a terrible theory, but I still I don't even it. care. You don't even care. It, do- it doesn't I do much it. to help the movie. Though. I love it. 
Okay. It's got nothing to do with ghosts. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't love find it. a theory that was, was really Demi Moore focused. I don't care. I love it. <laughs> okay. I'm glad. Our final film this week. Mm-hmm. For our Twist the Sister. Is a movie I have not seen. A movie you haven't seen, which is kind of surprising to me. Well, the whole, the only thing I know about it is it's on... Ensemble cast, which I like. Uh, no, no, say say nothing. And let's just let's just and intro it. It's also Brat Pack Squad. Let's get to the point here. Okay. The movie is called Saint Elmo's Fire. We're all going through this. <laughs> it's our time on the edge. I'm just so tired, Billy. I never thought I'd be so tired at 22. I just don't even know who to be anymore. Join the club. You know, no one was buying this together woman of the 80s stuff anyway. And all this time, I was afraid you'd find out I wasn't fabulous. It's cool. All this time I was afraid you'd find out I was irresponsible. <laughs> okay, so you, you kind of already delved into why I'm shocked you haven't seen it. And all I have to convince you is that it's worth you watching. Yeah, which so, isn't, it's, it's a pretty easy win for you, because I like most of the people in it. Okay, so I'm just going to give you kind of like a run-through of the movie, because you know nothing about it. Correct. And quite honestly, that's fine. Um... So the reason why we have That's the Brat Pack... That's fine. sounded very pointed, like you were kind of pissed at me at the same time. No. It's fine. The reason why we have the Brat Pack is entirely because of this movie. The Brat Pack did not exist, even though they were all stars in their own right and it is an ensemble film and all of that. This gave them their label. It came about because a journalist interviewed them and they, they acted like brats. They didn't act very well during the interview. And so they la labeled them the Brat Pack because of this. And that is where, where it comes from. Um, which, I mean, you love the Brat Pack. They were young, who cares? You love the Brat Pack. I do. Hold on, they were young, who cares? Another theme of this movie! So let's just continue on, on that. So this movie really emphasized brattiness of young people. It really does. But, you know, that's your 20s, you're young, who cares? Yeah. And I'm telling you now, these people, like, from my perspective, when I watched it, I got into the, their problems and I was like, huh, interesting. I am no longer in my 20s. And so I watch it and I'm like, these are self-involved trash people with no responsibilities, massive egos. They are just the worst. And I'm just like, oh, it's because I'm not in my 20s anymore. And it, it is I truly- I think it's because you want to act older than you actually are. You could totally relate to people when they're acting bratty, but you're like, no, I'm too mature Daisy, for that Daisy, I don't now. think you understand. Maybe you haven't watched this film. It is uh, a competition for the worst person. There is no best oh, person. Oh, I'm not going to like it then if that's what it this is. is. Who is the worst person who oh. is the brattiest of the rat pack um but you get all of them you truly get everybody in this film it is such a level of 80 self-indulgence that you will love it are you paying attention yes i am paying get attention off, get off your phone and listen to my me. work is messaging me i don't know why you're hating so mm -hmm. 80s self-indulgence you love the 80s like me yes it is over the top. Demi Moore has a pink apartment with Billy Idol painted on it and his earring lights up. 
And this is part of her wall. This sounds like the trashiest apartment. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, from on paper, it is sounds like the worst. But when you experience <laughs> it, it is just divine. And you, you really are just like, hmm, I would live there. In a heartbeat. I don't you would care. live there. I don't care that that would with probably that keep, light up earring. It would probably keep me up at night. And yet at the same time, <laughs> would it be worth it? Absolutely. In your 20s? Absolutely. So, and I'm going to focus on oh, Demi's God. character just because that it is Demi's week. God, I feel like we really brushed over her better films here. Like, she's done some amazing films. But let's just focus on... Well, Ghost is great. And Now and Then is great. Okay, you know what? It's really just amazing. this one. Okay, so... I mean, Demi Moore. Her we character, discussed her other works. We talked about Indecent Proposal. Spo- yeah, we spoke so much about different movies that she's done. Anyway, um, Demi Moore, yes. her character is like... Oh, she's awful. Like, there at one point, she has somebody over to her apartment, and she has to... She feels so compelled, because she's so egotistical, like every other character in this movie, that she's like, he's never tried anything with me. He's never put the moves on me. Oh, God. Therefore, he must be gay. Like, that is her only solution in her brain. She's like, you're the only person in school that didn't deign to hit on me. Therefore, you must be gay. And she wants to set him up. I don't know if you know this, but you're really making me not want to watch this. Hold on. No, no. Like, that's in her mind. That's the only way. Like, he has to be gay. Okay. Okay, but St. Elmo's Fire is actually a metaphor. So, I'm going to give you some context here. I, I may have gone too far. So, yes, Saint El- there is a St. Elmo's bar, which is where all of their immature acids sit in seats. Acids? Asses. Asses. Yes. Their immature feet both through the floor. Their bottoms are in this bar. <laughs> they are in the On seats. a regular basis. And that's where they <laughs> hang out, right? That's their place. But St. Elmo's fire, as Rob Lowe's character explains it, is this flash of lightning in the sky that isn't really there, that people made up. And he he explains it as such. He goes, it's not real. They're just doing it to themselves. You're telling me Rob Lowe is, like, the genius of this movie? Not at all. Like, he's a terrible person, too. He has a baby and then just cheats nonstop throughout the whole movie. So, anyway. um, He has a baby? Yeah. And he's a shit person? Yeah. Is the person he has the baby with a big part of it? She's in it. She's not a Brat Packer, though, oh, and therefore she doesn't it's matter. It's not even <laughs> worth my time. No, hold on, hold on. You know I love babies Andrew McCarthy's and pregnancy in it. tropes. Um, Emilio Estevez I know who's is in, in it, it, but, like, um, uh, is Ali Sheedy a decent Ali person? Ali Sheedy is in it. Is she a decent person? Uh, Ali Sheedy is probably the least worst, in my opinion, but she still does something out of revenge. Oh, hold on. Revenge is okay. I'm not going to tell you what it is. It's worth, it's worth you watching. Anyway, Demi Moore's character... Is so. I mean, here's her main problem in the film: is she's so focused on her father who has left her last stepmother, and her last stepmother looks like she's really, really sick and might die, Mm -hmm. and she's so concerned that she's going to be saddled with the funeral bill. That is her main conflict. She's just a terrible person. You're not convincing me of anything. She works in, if I remember correctly, she works in a bank. I think that's what she does, and and she's like such a a eighties yuppie type of person. Oh god. Um but she's like spending way more she than she's like making. She sounds like the reason I didn't like I own a sky. She sounds like the reason she's spending more than she's making on the I didn't like I own a sky and say anything. She's um, the reason. But anyway, but but Saint Elmo's fired, like understand what that is though, right? And they're like it's not really there, you're doing it to themselves. And that is kind of the idea of this movie though, is like all of their problems, they're doing it to themselves. 
if they could just stop so it doesn't and, really exist much like the yeah just stop and grow up for a freaking second okay. and all of your problems go away but they're doing it to themselves it's not real mm. they're just looking at flashes of lightning in the sky anyway I do have to say one more thing which might veer you off of this but they're already veering me away from dramatic me. character literally tries to kill herself by freezing herself to death oh she opens god. all of the windows and sits in like a baggy t-shirt rocking back and forth on the ground oh crying my god. and all of her friends are lined up by the windows saying let us in let us in and she just ignores them and just keeps rocking back and forth and they're calling to her no it's okay you don't have to do this is it's there really, anyone that has a decent storyline super in this? ridiculous oh there's tons of storylines i mean um Emilio Estevez's you know. character is obsessed with andy mcdowell even though she has a boyfriend she's a doctor and he's just absolutely in love with her so he stalks her for the entire movie Okay, um, I'm not into that. Tell me another one. Um, what, what else is there? Oh, Give me a reason to want to watch. <laughs> um, what's his name? Um, from, from... Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson, thank you. Judd... I love that you knew You just fist I just put a fist in the air. In the air like fist pumping. And you knew exactly who I was talking about. Yeah. So Judd Nelson... You went, who's that? Judd Nelson completely <laughs> changes his political beliefs. He's a Democrat who decides to become a Republican because there's more money in it. Oh. And he sleeps around left, right, and center with anybody who can... He can. But he's engaged to Ali Sheedy... And he gets upset when she d he, she's not 100% on board with marrying him, even and though she's done that. And then she cheats because he's cheating. That's her revenge. You'll see. I'd love this if this you know is who's true. The, I actually do have a better... There is my, my favorite character in the movie by far is Andrew McCarthy's character. And even he does some bad stuff. Questionable stuff. Gray area, I would say. Gray area stuff. Oh. Actually, that's not true. The best character, ethically, is most likely... Um, you already said Mayor, Ali, Mayor, Winningham. Mayor Winningham. Who is that again? She doesn't do really anything wrong, except for the fact that she's dating Rob Lowe. So but she has poor taste. That's her problem. That's her, her flaw. Her biggest flaw her is flaw that she is has bad poor taste. taste. In that's like half the women in the world. Yeah, exactly. That's her biggest flaw. So we're not going to give her much of a of hell for that. Okay. But he's I'm trying. I'm trying to like see the face though. I'm, I recognize a name, but not the face. I'll look it up for you afterwards. You'll know. Anyway, but the great thing about this movie though is that it is an ensemble movie. So. All That's of something this that I'm for. There's a check mark by it in my notes. I know. This is one heck of a set of people to really have. But it just seems together. like it's a comedy of errors. Oh my god, yeah. I like, don't, uh... You're in your 20s, and therefore you might feel differently. You know what's funny about this? We're going to talk about something you're else already, in a few weeks. You tell me all the time that I'm already like the 70-year-old grandma who's like, get off my lawn. I never so said how, that. Yes, I've never said that. You say it all the time. Okay. Like, you're so crotchety and old. You are, I never say old, I say you're crotchety, which is very different. Um, you like to say you're so old. So in a couple of weeks, we're going to talk about a different thing, a TV show that is based on people that are in their 20s, that are horrible people. And yet, I what feel like... What are we talking like, about? I'm not going to tell you. We're going to talk about it in a couple of weeks. Okay. Um, but I feel like this is let definitely... Let me know. <laughs> I will let you know. It's during our Twist the Sister week, so shout out ahead of time. Um, yes. Oh, yes. Yes, we are. We're doing a Twist the Sister week where we will focus. be... Focus! Okay. Stop talking about it. Let's just move move on. We're going to be twisting so, each other the whole yeah. episode. So, the, there is a show that I will be talking about that is very much about being in your 20s and being a trashy piece of crap. And yet, <gasps> oh, I really I know you're enjoy... Talk about. I figured it out. I really enjoy that show, and yet... The characters I, are terrible. I feel slightly differently about St. Elmo's Fire, but it is, in essence, the same but my, thing. That's my problem, though. You know I love characters. I'm all for character development that's and emotional you'll impacts. That's why you love... That's why you love this movie. Like, but oh. shitty people sometimes make interesting drama. 
But no, it's not like watching like Too Hot to Handle or Love Island. Oh, they're it's, terrible people. It's like no, no. I want to see growth. I want to see them doing you more want terrible to see slight shit. Growth. Slight growth. I'm not talking about him from sleeping to with five people to sleep in a four. I want actual growth. No, no, like relationships end. Some people grow the fuck up, and by the end of the movie, like they all like the big thing for them is that they no longer go to St. Elmo's bar. They go to another restaurant because they Why is grow- the bar getting ditched? Ditch, because the bar they should grew ditch at, the people. Because the bar was, like, for young people who were stupid and doing stupid young people things. Oh, what? So now they're going to the nice and restaurant uptown? Yeah. Now they've moved to a, moved oh, up God. to a more mature This sounds like a nightmare. Dick. This is an actual nightmare. <laughs> I don't want to watch it. It's St. Elmo's Fire. It had everything going for it until you told me about these people. No, I hate them so all. So I have to be honest with you, though. I'm trying to be what? honest. You shouldn't have told me anything about this movie. You should have just said rap. Pack. Brat Pack. Talk about the soundtrack yeah, if, if it's decent. I, and, and guess what? I lied about all of it. Brat Pack is in it. Um, and they also have the song St. Elmo's Fire in it. Oh my god. You know, Don't lie to me now. Man it's too late. St. Elmo's Fire. I know they play it all the time when like Entertainment Tonight's like it's the 20th anniversary. It's the 25th anniversary. It's the 30th anniversary. Because it's, because it's iconic because of the Brat Pack. Like if you like the Brat Pack, you're gonna like the movie even as you watch it and think, what a fucking asshole, or what a, a crazy bitch. Yeah, like as you watch it, you're still know. gonna be like, at the end of the day, it's the Brat Pack. I don't and know. And it's the reason the Brat Pack exists. So if you like the Brat Pack, I feel like you should give it a I, chance. I would disagree. Give it a chance. Just because they got the title from the movie of the Brat Pack, that doesn't No, mean... they got it because of the movie. Like, everything about but it. But like... The ensemble I like them combined things. Like, and they've so mentioned as well. This. They said that the Brat Pack ironically includes Molly Ringwald, who's not in the movie. Who wasn't bratty, as far as we know. I, I've heard she, she had some bratty moments. I read John Cryer's biography. But John Hughes loved her. She was yeah. his muse. He's not going to muse a terrible person. Uh, John okay. Hughes had good taste. I know, but his experience and John Cryer's experience were very different. Yeah, but she also turned around. She didn't even want John Cryer to be a possible love interest for her. So, like, they had something going on there that was completely separate. She was like, I would be into Andrew McCarthy. I want him to play my love you interest. You know what's funny? I don't fancy John Cryer at all. You know what's funny? I'm not a huge celebrity biography person, but I've read a lot of Brat Pack celebrity bios. I've read Demi Moore's, which, by the way, fantastic read. I bought that for Mom one Christmas. Fantastic. Have you read it? It's really good. Did you hear when I said I bought it for mom? Yeah, and did you hear what I said? I didn't have read, you read it before it? I gave it to her. Have you read I it? I bought it, I wrapped it, I'm and then I gave it to our mother. Once more for the cheap seats, have you read it? I gave it to mom. She put it That's with her biographies the the in her room. The answer is either a yes or a no. No. Did you Thank read you. Anna Kendrick's? No. I love Anna Kendrick's Not biography. Not part of the Brat Pack. I don't care. I love Anna Kendrick's biography. Ooh. It's amazing. That's nice. Her. Did you own that? Yes. Okay. I own it. Scrappy Little Nobody. Amazing. I'm promoting it right now. Go read Anna Kendrick's autobiography that she Demi did. Demi Moore's is it's better. It's amazing. I guarantee you. You didn't even read it. It's amazing. I guarantee you it is better than the, Anna Kendrick's. The way she what writes Anna it is exactly done? what. You don't know what she's been through. You don't know what You're Demi Moore's been through. You're such I guarantee a dick. you Demi Moore's is more interesting on so many levels. You didn't even read it. You don't know. I promise you I will. Where I, I'm pretty sure you, you can promise read me it. you won't. You won't read it. You I liar. Actually, I actually started reading it, but then I got busy. Oh, I love and it. And there's love the it. key difference. I was still busy I read, like, t- and still I, read Demi Moore's biography. Why are you yelling at me? 
I read three celebrity biographies. I read Stephen King's, I read Anna Kendrick's, and I read Amy Schumer's. Great. I need to read Lena Great. Dunham's All that you gave them. me. Lena Dunham's was fantastic. I need to as read well. it still. See, I don't buy. I shouldn't bother buying you things because you don't read them. Could get you Demi well, Moore's and you wouldn't read it. I already could use Mom's. Why would yeah. you buy me one that I may or may not read? That's not the point here. The point is that is exactly it. the point. You're just wasting money on shit I probably don't want. <laughs> Rob Lowe's biography as well. I do recall reading some of it, but I don't remember it being very memorable. We need to focus. So, that's the end of her Demi Moore week. Yeah. Happy birthday, Demi. Yes. We love you, despite love the you, fact that Daisy refuses just... to read your book. And despite the fact that she just shit on the Twist the Sister segment. By... I didn't! I yeah. said you still need to watch it. It is essential viewing whether you enjoy it or not. How is it essential, though? It's gonna it's hurt essential. me. It, maybe sometimes you need to, to be hurt a little. That's why I watch Atonement. I don't watch... Oh, I don't watch St. Elmo's... I hate Atonement. Atonement is beautiful. We're, it is cry your so eyes out sad, but it's beautiful. No. No. It also gives no. me a reason to hate on Cersei Ronan for like three hours. Cersei, that's another reason for me not to watch it, because I love Cersei Ronan. But she's terrible in it. Anyway, we're getting distracted again. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Happy birthday, Demi Moore. You're killing it, sister. Age like a fine wine. You realize that this is a podcast, I've done right? a lot of, like, You've Gen got a lot Z. of hand, yeah, <laughs> hand Gen Z hand gestures all over the place. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm surprised I didn't get hit in the face you made so many hand gestures. Give me a sec. I'll just slap you in a minute. <laughs> and that's just the end of the podcast. Just, yeah. Yeah. That's the end. Okay. 